0: Welcome to the Painting Experience Podcast for March 2014. On the Painting Experience Podcast, founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration and insights from his ongoing workshops and retreats. In today's episode, Stuart talks about the power of not knowing, how surrendering expectations can lead you to your own voice, your own images, and your own colors.
1: One of the first things you meet when you engage process painting is that you don't know what to do. The process, by definition and by nature, is non-directed. There's no assignment. There's no planning. There's no object in mind. There's no result that you're working for. So you necessarily come up against, well, what do I do? Because we are so programmed to uh, achieve a goal, and to know what we're doing, and to have some direction and some uh, destination to work towards, that it's quite disconcerting, actually, to not have a goal, to not know. And yet, this really is the foundation of process arts, the serendipity, the, the spontaneity, the unknown mystery, quality, that emerges when you're really willing to not know where you're going and what you're doing and so this is uh, is quite challenging as I say it's the first thing that you encounter when you undertake exploring in this way and it takes some understanding to give yourself permission to really not know what you're doing because our identity is very tied up with being certain and having a plan, and identifying ourselves with the outcome itself. So, in the beginning, uh, when people are first starting, I go at great lengths to create an atmosphere where it's really okay not to know, where there's not going to be any competition, there's not going to be any comments made, even, on anyone's painting. Basically, to relieve the the pressure and the fear of not knowing what we're doing and to give people the spaciousness and the kind of field of exploration that's required in order to open the door to this void. It's really the source of our creativity. It's really where things come from. It's where the unconscious speaks to us through that door. The creative spirit speaks to us through that door. And so we have to be willing to open it, which means to not know where we're going and what we're doing. So what does that mean practically? Because not knowing is one thing when you're passive, when you're sitting there and just allowing yourself to not know. But painting is active. Painting is holding a brush. It's moving between color and canvas. It's something that's very dynamic. And it's not a matter of staying passive and not knowing but you actually have to do something and so there's an action required and this is um is quite a leap to make I might say Uh, it's kind of a leap of faith there's a wonderful quote that I love from MC Richards who's uh, the author of of Centering as well as a number of other books and um, There's uh, a documentary on her life, and at the end of it she says, this is what you can put on my tombstone. Not knowing and trusting simultaneously. And I've always found that inspiring and helpful, because it does require tremendous trust to be willing to, to not know and to act at the same time. And in painting that means to not have a plan, to not have a product in mind, to not be governed by some aesthetic decision and not trying to make a statement, not knowing, not knowing where you're going, not knowing what it's going to look like, not knowing the future of it, but going to the colors and choosing a color and in doing so having a brush in your hand and choosing the size of the brush, and then walking to the canvas and putting the brush on the paper around the canvas and making a gesture and making a stroke. And in doing so, a process is initiated. You've just dared do something for no reason. And I can't tell you how powerful that is. There's a tremendous power in acting for no reason, because in doing it, you're accessing a part of the psyche that is quite different than the psyche that we know in the world. And the psyche that, that has its list, and that has its identity, and that has its intentions, and that's one part of our psyche, a necessary part of our psyche, but there's a huge dimension of our nature that is untapped, that is not given credibility, and is actually prejudiced against, I would say, in this culture, because we identify not knowing what you're doing with being a loser, with being deficient, with being ashamed I mean, what's your five year plan? After all, you should know, you know, where are you headed? What's your intention? Where are you going? What do you want in your life? And to come back and be willing to say, wait, I don't know any of these things. I don't know where this painting's going to go. I don't know what I intend to do with it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if it's going to be pretty or dark or ugly or meaningful. I don't know anything about it. All I know is this color, this moment. All I know is this gesture, this stroke, this moment. And then uh, back to not knowing. And then back to the color. And again, looking at the colors, another color comes to mind. You take that color, and you walk to the canvas again. You've got your brush in your hand, and another stroke takes place. And that stroke has a quality of feeling about it. There's an energy. Not knowing is not empty. We're afraid of it being empty. The fear is that there's no thing. And in a sense, there is no thing. There's no thing in the future. But there's a fullness of experience. And the way that we experience not knowing is not through the mind, but is through the body. It's through the quality of vitality of the experience itself. There's a feeling of presence or lack of presence and this is really our guide as we're moving in the field of not knowing is how present am I? How vital does this feel? How interesting? What's the energy of the experience? And so I come back to this again and again when I'm working with people. What's the energy of the experience? The energy is really our guide The mind is not our guide. The energy is our guide. And when I say energy, it's not some esoteric concept. It's not something you have to learn. It's what is the imperative behind children playing, for example. They're not following their mind. They're not saying, okay, today I need to play this way in order to do this. They're following energy. There's something very natural about it. It's spontaneous. It's there. It's not something that anyone lacks. There's no one who lacks the ability to experience their own presence. And that's essentially what it is. And so then you see how painting becomes a reflection of our own presence, becomes a tool in which we begin to explore our own being through the quality of the presence that we bring to it, rather than the object we're moving towards. And when we begin to lose the presence. In other words, when we start to go back into our head and start to make it about aesthetics or make it about meaning or make it about what other people are going to think and what would look good and where we're going to hang the painting, as soon as we do that the painting becomes an object. And as soon as the painting becomes an object we lose the quality of not knowing and in doing so we lose the quality of energy. There's an essential vitality that's drained out of the system immediately. And when we go back to not knowing, and be willing to enter the field of not knowing, which has a quality of emptiness about it, and therefore somewhat challenging, which I'll say more about in a moment, why it's challenging. But when we go back to that field of not knowing, there's a receptivity that is awakened in us. There's a kind of awakening to a larger dimension of our being, and that larger dimension speaks. We start to receive a quality of guidance from the other dimension, from the, the part of ourselves that's not the planning part of ourselves. And this quality of guidance has an intelligence to it. It's not just random. Spontaneous action is not random. This is another obstacle, I think, for many of us to acknowledge that it's not just a matter of anything could happen. If you open the door to anything, certain things happen. Not anything happens. Certain things happen. And those certain things that happen actually are meaningful. And so a location speaks to us, a color speaks to us, an image might show up. In other words, you're painting and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, there's a face here, or there's a, a tree, or there's a building, or there's a, there's a river, and you move with that. Even if you don't know how to paint it, you don't have to know how to paint it. It's not about training children when they paint. If they want to paint a river, they paint a river. You, we, as adults, can paint a river. But it's really important to follow what you're given when it comes from that other part of ourselves, and to act on it, and to begin to trust the quality that comes out of our own spaciousness of not knowing. And in doing so, you begin to realize there is a guide here. There is a direction, and it's a direction that doesn't come from the mind. It's not something that comes from my planning. It comes from a much, much more interesting and mysterious source. And the source... As you begin to follow it, you realize there really is an intelligence in this source. At the end, you step back and you look at what has been created through your willingness to not know and act at the same time, and you can be laburgasted, you can be amazed at the sophistication, the intricacy, the delicacy, the subtlety, and whether you like it or not doesn't really matter. The, the conscious mind is going to say, oh, I like it or I don't like it. But you realize you're connected to it. And I often experience this with people where they say, you know, I don't really like the outcome, but I feel completely hypnotized by it. I feel completely connected to it. I can't take my eyes off it. And I don't know how to relate to it because my mind says I don't like it. But on the level of being, I'm in love with it. So this is a very rich experience that comes out of engaging this aspect of ourselves, this part of our psyche, which is not rule-bound, which is not project-oriented, which is not accomplishment-addicted. And I think the reason that it's challenging, and at the same time the reason why it's so meaningful, is that we have to go beyond ourselves. We have to let go of who we think we are to really... Enter the field of not knowing means to be willing to set that self aside. The self is defined by its outcome. And so when you give up the direction imposed by thinking, you give up the self that's identified with that direction. So the painting becomes a tool for this. And you can see why in many people's minds it actually becomes a spiritual practice a very profound spiritual practice because it provides an immediate way of seeing ourselves in action. The painting becomes a mirror rather than an object, becomes a reflection of ourselves. And we see that when we try to take control and try to organize our experience, we lose the energy, we lose the sense of mystery, we lose the sense of not knowing, and we find ourselves getting rather bored, becomes rather rote, we got an assignment, we're supposed to fulfill it, and we know where it's supposed to go, and there's no juice there. And on the other side of the equation, when we let go of that, there's another voice that speaks to us, there's another direction, there's another intelligence that takes over, and there's an unfolding that fulfills us, that energizes, that, that awakens something in our being. And I would say, at the end, this is really the purpose of process painting, is to awaken the quality of our own being. And when we are living at the edge of our being and, being and exploring in that way, there's a quality of energy that's unmistakable. And so this is really the purpose of process painting, is to step into that, to begin to inhabit that, to begin to know that more in ourselves, to be able to distinguish when we're more in our organizing and ego mode versus our... Exploring and not knowing mode, it becomes very clear in the process of painting and therefore then has the opportunity to become more clear in our lives as well. I hope this has been helpful. I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you.
0: You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.